The following is Flying Casual, the Rebel Scum podcast live show every Monday night. Join us on Patreon for early access, exclusive show prizes, and more. Now, here are the guys. Rebel Girl at 105. Coming at us like it does every Monday night here on the Rebel Scum Flying Casual live stream. I'm James Razile. Uh, we have Andrew joining us today, but before we get to Andrew, we got a very, very special guest. The specialist of guests you can have. He is a champion. His name is Den Allen. Den, thanks for joining us on Flying Casual. Hi, James. Hi, scumbags. How's it going? Ooh. Yeah, it's been about two years. It's been, yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been a while. We apologize for that. It's been too long. Too long. I've been working. It's true. It's true. And of course, with him is the one that he destroyed. If you haven't seen The Duel of the Fates, spoiler alert, but the one that he destroyed, Andrew Fantasia's here as well. I still have the tire tracks on my back where Den ran me over with his victory. <laughs> it's, they'll never go away. How you doing, everybody? They're doing great. Oh, I put me I put me on the screen twice by accident, so I'm going to be switching cameras here. Den, before we get into everything, you, of course, like we just mentioned, kicked his butt at uh, Duel of the Fates, but he's got a new Duel of the Fates coming up uh, with Aaron Quinton. Uh, any advice you have for Aaron and anything, any, you know, it's been a year and a half, two years now since you whooped him. Any, any things you want to say to Andrew as well? Yeah, no, um, like looking back on it, like, I, I did a dick move, right? So, like, I got down to the end. I had three lifelines left, and I went ahead and let uh, Rob or Darth Ward, like, win it for me. Yeah, fair um, Very Sith thing of me to do, you know? But um, I would say advice to Aaron is come in prepared because even though, like, Andrew was exhausted that day, he really knew his stuff. So, like, don't take them too lightly. Don't expect an easy win. Um, and if you want some tips on, like, maybe where you can study up and get some pretty good info on the questions, shoot me an email. Uh, James, Brock, Andrew, they can provide you with the with my email. And, like, you can shoot me an email. I'll give you a few tips. But it's really it really is harder than they make it seem. It's <laughs> good. That's what we're aiming for. Uh, guys, Al Shulin's here, Real Farm Boy, Michael Freeman, Jack. I'm just going to shout everybody out now. Josh, uh, Heidi, uh, D Raven, 2Med2, lots of people. And okay. I think we're, we're not, um, you know, tied back by a big lag this time, or am I wrong? Uh, here's what I'm going to say. Either of you are lagging. Andrew, I'm going to say this. Do not jinx this, please. I will not. I will un undo the jinx. I'm knocking on so much wood right now. <laughs> Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. We got a lot. To As you say that, you guys all went a little bit blurry. So thanks a lot. Wait, what now? <laughs> Leaked ending. Thought you didn't do leaks, James. I don't do leaks. That was kind of a joke at uh, the Dead and Nerds topic. But we're going to talk a little bit about that because if you guys didn't watch Good Morning America, probably because most of you were working or whatever, um, it was online. I watched a little bit online. And J.J. Uh, Abrams... Uh, let's slip that the end that the, the the copy of the script was stolen from a actor or actress from the rise of Skywalker. It was apparently left under their bed, 
and a sleazy cleaning person took it. And I say sleazy because you have, like, come on. Like, you know what you're doing is indecent. Just imagine you having a somebody come in your house and they take something of yours. It doesn't matter if it's a script or not. That's sleazy to me. Uh, anyway, they took it and then they decided to put it on eBay. And it was discovered to be on eBay. Um, <laughs> Al Schuler's. <laughs> uh, so they decided to put it on eBay. And um, it just, you know, he wouldn't say who that actor was. But we're going to put up an image of that actor right now. Uh, they have a bit part in it. I don't know if you've seen this, but like Ed Sheeran is playing a stormtrooper. And uh, what's his name, Andrew? Your, your boy from Hamilton is in it as Lin -Manuel well. Yeah, Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda is in it. But uh, the person who did steal it, his name is Andrew Fantasia. He's playing mm -hmm. <laughs> Gungan number four in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Misa was born to play this role. Yeah, real farm boy. I I I was gonna buy the Rise of Skywalker script from Andrew on eBay. So it was Andrew Fantasia <laughs> stole the script uh, or left the I script. Actually have, uh, I actually have it uh, here with me right now. Um, I have I have the script right Man. here with me, and I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you. Uh, oh, the, so the blurry right now. Yeah, here we go. Here's the ending for the Rise of Skywalker. Are you ready? Exterior, hot tub, mm -hmm. Poe Dameron rose from the water and said, somebody hand me a towel. <laughs> That's the ending and we were all hoping for. Glasses on and the who starts playing Naturally. at the end. Yeah. Naturally, the who starts playing. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. I will buy that script from you for $1,500. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a fake story to me. Uh, but anyway, like we're joking. We're, we're making jokes. We're making jokes. But, uh, Dan, you're on the screen. I'll start with you. You hear this, that some, some cast member's like, oh, I'll leave this under the bed. And then someone's like vacuuming. And they're like, oh, okay. I'm going to give this to my friend. They're going to sell it on eBay. What are your initial thoughts on that whole thing? Yeah. Um. So... The one person who stole it and threw it on eBay, if they read it and they kind of um, reveal, quote unquote, like reveal spoilers, um, truth be told, no one would probably believe those spoilers, given it how much we've tried to predict the last two movies and just absolutely failed at every corner. Um, so like if the real script did come out, no one would believe it. They'd be like, oh, that isn't how it's going to end. It's going to be this big battle and Ghost Luke is going to come in with Ghost Snoke and like they're going to have a war. And oh, you mean a kitty cat's going to come on stage and like meow and everybody like I'm not saying that's going to be real either. Like that's pretty far fetched in itself. But like I'm saying the real events are going are not going to be something that we're predicting. Yeah, I think that's, that's fair. Andrew, what about you? What were your thoughts on that? Uh, it's funny because I found out from a voicemail from you, and when you got to the <laughs> oh, you part got of the voicemail. voicemail. Okay, okay, good. I did get the voicemail, and when you got to the part where you said like they left their script under the bed and the the staff found it, I literally reacted as if you were actually talking to me. I was like, oh, really? And then your voicemail continued <laughs> because that's how voicemail works. Yes, um, yes. Well, you but, were too busy uh, playing Shenmue three to pick up the the phone at that point. I was. I was actually um, editing a video about Shenmue 3, uh, but there'll be more on that uh, later. But yeah, I, I feel like the 
the leak is like I don't like them leaks. I don't like hearing spoilers beforehand. I'm not that kind of person. I'm excited. I'm ravenous. We all are, but I don't want to know the plot before I see it. Because for me, it's like, what's the point? Why am I? Why am I going to pay to see this? What's the point if I already know what's going to happen? Um, I would love to hear what the leak is after, mm-hmm. but right now I'm just I'm 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 just a little bit sad that it's out there because in the wrong person's hands uh that could be dangerous you know you could have a snape kills dumbledore thing where just the wrong person drives by a group of people and is like guess what so i hope that doesn't happen i uh so al shuler's in the chat right now i was talking to him earlier and uh i i said to him i want to do a video i want to do a video a little bit before where we talk about leaks not into the specifics of the leaks but like in generalizing the leaks and how he thinks they might affect the movie and, and the view of people have it. But I want to talk to him after because he knows all the leaks. I don't know if I'm outing him or not, but he knows all the leaks. So after the movie comes out, I want to have a conversation with him about that, about his experience watching the movie, having known what is going to happen. Dan, you're just like, you're like me. I think you're staying away from the leaks. Is it because you're afraid that they're going to, they could potentially ruin your experience or for other reasons? No. Nah, so like... You know, I was all about the leaks going into The Last Jedi. And, like, the one thing that happened is, you know, I submerged myself in the vlogs, you know, the YouTube videos, the podcasts on Star Wars. And everybody had all these leaks, and a lot of them conflicted with one another, right? So they couldn't, they definitely couldn't all be true. But listening to them all, like, no one predicted that I listened to at least exactly how The Last Jedi went. Nobody predicted it. So in my opinion, the leaks are a waste of time. They're probably all incorrect. They're probably all some kind of hyperbolous, uh, like, uh, what, what's the word when you just throw things out to the internet? Like, like uh, I can't think of the word. But, like, it, it's just everybody's ideas and they're like oh well they're putting this to make sense and this is the leak this is the leak and i i, don't, I just don't buy it so why am i going to absorb something that i don't buy into okay so you don't buy into those but if you remember uh the prequels especially uh and and heidi just mentioned i think it was heidi mentioned uh the empire strikes back novel these novels the i remember the prequel novels especially especially the soundtrack for, for the phantom menace came out <laughs> Uh, uh, like you know a week or two before the release of the film if they were like okay guess what the the movie is coming out on december 19th 20th but the novelization is coming out on december 10th would you pick up the novelization for the rise of skywalker then i'll start with you the rise of skywalker even though you haven't seen the movie uh, 10 days before you're about to see it nine ten days no I wouldn't. Uh, because you don't want the movie ruined? No, it, it's just that, so, like, the way Disney sets up the story is, well, yeah, partially, but, like, the way Disney sets it up is the books are canon until they conflict with the movie, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I'll i just go see the movie and actually get the canon, get the canon story. If I want to engage my imagination after the movies came out, uh, come out, with the extra that comes in the novel, sure. But I want to get the canon story first. It's kind of like watching 
that episode of Clone Wars where Yoda interacts with that uh, with the spirit of Bane at the tomb, and then you kind of like go back and read Bane. But if you read Bane before that, you're like, oh, it's Bane. It's cool. Like, see what I'm saying? It's like it's just it adds to it. But like, why do you want that before you actually get the canon story? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, here we got a question from Chris King. Chris King's asking, if the leak is huge to the point that we all know about it, does JJ redo the third act from scratch in three weeks? <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't put it past JJ Abrams. Any other situation, I'd be like, they don't care. But I would not put it past JJ. Actually, you know, I have, I have this crazy theory. I have a theory that they're sitting on top of four or five alternate endings. Yes. Yeah. And the one that doesn't get leaked is the one they go with. <laughs> Well, we talked to, to Jeff Wilson a few weeks ago, and he said he heard, and I think other people have heard this as well, that they've shot something, or they have like eight alternate endings for this film, something along those lines. I don't know if I buy eight. Um, I, I think they've written multiple endings. Um, so I, I will say, I here's, here's for me and the leaks, I actually, I haven't read the leaks, obviously, so I don't know what they are. They might I don't know what craziness is out there. Uh, but when I talk to, to Al or, or Josh, they, they're very careful not to tell me anything, but they do say that what they've seen um, in, via trailer is kind of confirming the leaks that they've read. So I'm the opposite of you, Dan. I kind of believe that the I'm more inclined to believe that they are true just because I'm, I'm also scared. <laughs> Because if there's any sense to me that's like it's not gonna happen, I will totally read it. I think I will. I don't have the willpower not to. Um, so I like to think they're real anyway. So it kind of scares me in that in that respect. But at least we're not getting a Phantom Menace a soundtrack of Qui Gon's noble end. Could you imagine the last track of the Rise of Skywalker, Ben Solo's or Kylo Ren's noble redemption? <laughs> I can totally see a world where that happened. Uh, Jonathan Davis is in the chat. He can't type. He's driving, but he can listen. Hello, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan's a great guy. Uh, hi, Jonathan. Thanks nope, for joining nope. us on here. Be afraid. You be just made good. me. <laughs> what was you that? You just made me realize the final track of the soundtrack is going to be Darth Vader's Return. <laughs> you know what? Can we very quickly, Dan? I want to. I want to know you because I know what Rural Farm Boy is going to say. He's going to hate this one. Uh, we'll do a very, we're going to do uh, this, whatever. This is not a never tell me the odds, but this, I'm going to give you an odds of episode 10 coming within the next 15 years. 15 years? Um, 70%. So when you say episode 10, you mean like it's connected to the Skywalker saga? Uh, I don't know. Does that mean it's connected to the Skywalker saga? Or does that mean that's just the 10th episode of Star Wars? Like, does the Skywalker saga end at 9 and a new one begins at 10? I don't know. But, okay, so are you saying, like, it will be Star Wars and Disney Lucasfilm will explicitly say this is episode 10? Well, let's just say this movie ends uh, with Rey surviving. And she is Rey um, Kenobi for... Whatever. She's Ray Kenobi, right? Mm -hmm. Skywalker Saga has ended. And in 15 years, like, we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring Ray back with episode 10. And this is, we're going to have Ray Kenobi. And she is going to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi of this new character called, uh, called Nuke Sky Stalker. And it's, but it's, <laughs> but it's like a whole new direction, right? So you have a character that we know, 
But now the Skywalkers are dying. There's a new conflict arising and we're following these new characters, which is kind of what the sequel trilogy started to be uh, before it reverted back to Skywalkers. But do you think that's a possibility? I'm going to give it 11%. Um, in the next 15 years, I could see them maybe in 30 years when our uh, trio in the new sequels are getting the grays. They're a little older. I could see it maybe 20, 30 years. Okay. 15 years, we're going to be talking about how um, the broom boy is red and like that's what we're going to be talking about in 15 years. <laughs> I'll be down with that. I just wrote Farm was like, I got nothing to say. <laughs> Lucas should write episode 10. 10 yeah, I, I think you're right, Michael Freeman. Get Lucas in there somewhere. Um, He's getting pretty old now, but uh, get him in there to be like, yeah, episode 10 is going to be about Ewoks. Well, you know, there's, just all, gonna, just gonna... there's a huge possibility that they could use his original treatments for the sequel trilogy somewhere down the road and just now make it Skywalkers, make it whatever. If it's all about midi chlorians and stuff like that, I can't see why they would do it. Josh is saying 84%. It makes sense. 4%, too. Yeah, that makes sense. James, what you described uh, with uh, Nuke star smasher or whatever that that sounds like every 90s todd mcfarlane comic ever like if they had gotten him to write star wars comics you're like well i want to make it badass and edgy because i'm todd mcfarlane and so i'll have a guy named nuke and he'll have chains wrapped around his body yeah and tattoos on his face <laughs> yes <laughs> i'd be down for all of that all that scale of one to ten then your excitement for rise of skywalker uh 14 14 <laughs> Keeping it low, keeping it really low. Andrew, yours is yeah. a zero. On a scale of one to ten, my excitement was it went down actually. My excitement was at uh sitting roughly at around 152. Uh, but then today when I found out some news, it kind of bumped down to about 140. Whoa, 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 what's the news? The Rise of Skywalker is gonna be shorter than oh, we thought God. it was, James. You you get out of here. Yeah. You're off the gonna be how a... do I hang up on you without hanging up on Den? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Naturally, it is okay. See, let's go right into this. The, the running time now. JJ Abrams was on Good Morning America, and he goes, ah, "I think it's like a, a two hour, two hours and twenty one minutes." And then the, you know, JJ Abrams neurotic kind of way. Uh, so it's two hours twenty one minutes, which is fourteen minutes shorter than the uh, the initial uh, theatrical runtime on all those website, all the theater websites were saying. Uh, Dan, are you disappointed by the missing fourteen minutes? Are we going to refer to these as the missing fourteen minutes? <laughs> Missing 14. The lost 14. Oh, by the way, your cameras are cutting on their own now based on who's talking, so I don't have to do it anymore. So this is great, Google oh, Hangouts. Okay. You're okay. awesome. All right, sorry, Dan, go awesome. on. Um, yeah, so I think, I think as long as he tells a good story, it's concise. Um, and I'm entertained. That, that's all I can ask for out of Star Wars, right? Is that you, you've trapped me in that universe one more time and I'm leaving entertained. I have no doubt that's going to happen. Um, I think that that 15 minutes could just be credits. Two hours and 35 minutes with credits. Hmm. I don't know. That's a, yeah, I mean, I, you know, everyone forgets that credits are included in a runtime, right? So, yeah. yeah. You might be looking at it without the credits. Who knows? Yep. But Andrew, okay. did it actually bum you out that much that we were losing? Not, not a lot, not a lot. No, I know you bit. wanted this to be four hours, though. Yes, I mean, if it chapter two gets to be two forty nine, they have no excuse 
to make the final Skywalker film anything less than that. Here's why. Um, here's why it could be really short, Andrew Fantasia. Yes. Two words: The Mandalorian. So good, so short. It, length doesn't like you want more. Length doesn't always equal quality. Yeah, I. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, I've gone back to this. Well, Space Jam's only like 82 minutes, and we all love that. Um, but there's with Mandalorian, it it it's not it doesn't have all this 40 years of loose ends to wrap up, whereas I feel like this does. And those extra minutes, that extra runtime that we initially thought of, I was like, that makes sense why they're introducing Janna and Zori and this pride guy and the Knights of Ren and the Sith and whoever the hell Matt Smith is supposed to be. Like, that makes sense. And top it off, Palpatine, that we have all this time for that to, to you know, come to the forefront. Uh, so I just hope that these minutes that we lose, we don't lose out on, on a pacing kind of thing or anything feeling too rush. But we got a super chat. Hold on. Hold right on. Now. I'm going to plug my computer in. From Josh Nerd Price. Uh, thank you, Josh. And he's at. Oh, no. Oh, oh, while James is Bush doing whatever leak. he's doing. Push leak. I didn't plug my computer in. It was about to die. I'm going to do a, a, a little dance like this. Right. All right. That's right. Ray and Kylo see what he wants to see. 99.99% for him. That's what he, that, those are the odds that Josh is going for. Oh, damn. Okay, I just thought... Sorry, guys. My, I didn't plug my computer in, if you heard me. And uh, <laughs> it was about to die. So I have to leave. I plugged in a different, a secondary computer. Uh, oh, OBS stopped working. That's interesting. We'll see if huh. we're still going or not. Um, okay, now it's working. So the, the, the odds you asked were... What are the odds? What are the odds that Palpatine's like... With Kylo and Ray with illusions. Yes. Yeah, if he's creating his own okay. illusion. All right. Thank you, Josh Nerd Price. Um, Dan, I'll let you think about it because you're a guest and I don't want to throw you under the bus right away. But Andrew, I have no problem throwing under the bus. I'm going to go also highly high at 87% because uh, I think that's cool. And I think in the trailer, it kind of alludes to it. And I think what better way to show that he is the ultimate puppeteer in this saga? Uh, he is the Phantom Menace. Let's go right back to that title of the episode one where it all, you know, officially, unofficially begins, I guess. You know, I mean, it begins with A New Hope, but it really begins with the Phantom Menace. And we see that he is the Phantom Menace. So I got to go high. 80, what did I say? 87.3967%. Andrew? Yeah, I think Josh Nerd Price, that's a really good odd. And I think it's high as well. I think Palpatine's the kind of guy who would do that. I can just picture him messing with Vader during their time together and being like, oh, look, Vader, it's your wife. And he, like, makes a fake Padme, and Vader's like, oh, my God, it's real. And then it turns out it's not real. And he's like, fool you. Um, so I can see that happening here with with that stuff we've seen of Ray and Kylo on what looks like the Tantive, and they're breaking that rock thing. So I think the odds are good. Let's go with 90%. All right. 90%. All right, so the question I ask is, is Palpatine that much stronger 
than Ben and Ray. Because if he is, how are they going to beat him? And if the two of them together can resist him, then I see them winning. Um, so I think I think there will be some kind of like hint that he's not only done illusions in Rise of Skywalker, but he's done in the past. But I'm not feeling as strong about it, so I'm going to say seventy percent. Okay. So still still high, still definitely. I think it's a greater chance that it will happen than it won't, but not quite as high as you three. Yeah, I think. I can't wait to see how they're going to bring it back. But let's go right into this now. Sith troopers are a thing. They are red. They are awesome because they're. Mm-hmm. I mean, Miles is going to disagree because they're basically just stormtroopers, but red, um, which is. I think we've hit a point now where you have the Imperial Guards red, you have Praetorian Guards red, and now you have Sith Troopers, which are red, and they it's just kind of like, they're like, screw it, just make them look like Stormtroopers this time. Don't make, don't fucking them up at all. Uh, so here's the thing, and there's a, 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 I couldn't find it today. I went to the bookstore today, but I couldn't find the book. I think it's a children's book, um, and it kind of tells you something about the Sith Troopers, and it says that they protect Kylo Ren. They actually protect Kylo Ren. Huh. Um, but if you remember way, way back, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, there was a video and it was J.J. Abrams talking about Sith Troopers. He says, oh, Sith Troopers. It was the first time they ever really announced Sith Troopers. And he's like, oh, Sith Troopers, J.J. Abrams. And then they showed a lineup of troopers. And right beside the trooper was was Captain Phasma and then the Sith Trooper. And I was like, well, are they doing an order of cool looking or, or what? Um, so, Dan, I want to go to you on this one. Um, could Could the Sith Troopers be clones and you think we'll see Gwendolyn Christie back and they're all clones of Phasma so I'm going to go in reverse order I do not think they are clones of Phasma um, and I think being Sith troopers like do they pick people who have some sensitivity to force like so like when I think of Star Wars and how people like re- interact with the force you know it's like sometimes people are a little force sensitive, but not like Jedi Sith level. So to me, Han Solo, Poe Dameron, they fit that thing where the force, they, they're attuned enough with it to where they're able to do really amazing things. And sometimes the force uses them in certain ways. Is the dark side using the Sith troopers in such a way? And are they slightly force sensitive? Is it a great, I don't know. I don't know. But um, could they be clones? I think they could be because Kylo Ren's all about clones, right? According to yeah. uh, Force Awakens, uh-huh. he was all about those clones. And now that he's the supreme leader, he snaps his finger. It happens, right? But how long have these clones been around if they are clones? Fantasia. Ugh, how long have they been around? Like, God only knows. How long does it take to make a clone? I'm still, you know, when I see a red stormtrooper here, particularly a red first order trooper, I still think of Cardinal from the Phasma book and from Black Spire. Uh, and I thought that initially the idea was there'd be a bunch of like high ranking captains akin to Phasma who just had different, more striking colors. And we've seen the gold one with Pyre and everything. So that's where I thought they were going to go. But now that we have these Sith troopers in red, it, that kind of throws that out the window for me. Um, I, I think it would be interesting if they were sort of like the next step like the first order's answer to inquisitors like uh they find force sensitives and instead of giving them a lightsaber and and some you know flashy black clothes from american eagle outfitters being like okay i'm just gonna stick you in this red outfit 
but you know, use whatever force you have to. You're just a high-ranking Sith trooper now. I can see that being a thing. You think that we'll learn more about this Sith troopers in? Um, we might go into spoilers here for uh, Mandalorian. So if you haven't seen the Mandalorian, stop. But then, do you think that we'll maybe learn how the Sith troopers became clones from the Mandalorian? They say we're going to learn the beginnings of the First Order in this show. Maybe, but. To be honest, I'm thinking that the cloning that's happening in The Mandalorian um, is somewhat uh, leading us in a different path. I, th I think we are going to get some hints at the First Order, but it's going to be more in lines of cloning Force users for Sidious's purposes, not necessarily to form a new type of Stormtrooper. What about you, Andrew? Uh, sorry, what was the question? I'm, I'm just on top of the chat here. On top of the chat, do you think that we'll learn the origins of the Sith Troopers from the Mandalorian? Hmm. I think we'll learn something First Order related from the Mandalorian. Whether it's them, I don't think so. I think we'll learn the origins of the Sith Troopers in whatever stuff we get in the future that's going to take place between 8 and 9. I can totally see them doing a, a comic that takes place in that one year, like they've been doing with the ongoing Star Wars, and I feel like that's where we'll learn about them. Okay, but Andrew, what if the, close, the Sith Trooper takes off his helmet puts it down and it's nice shiny and red and miles is there like oh it's just a red stormtrooper and he's all disappointed <laughs> and, and, uh, and i'm like i'm gonna spend all my money on red and um <laughs> but it comes down and then you see the long hair and it's not it's not a man in fact it is ray they're all clones of ray who uh was created by shivy p palps that would be frightening. That would be like the the cave scene in Empire made flesh. Uh, I, I'd kind of dig that. I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah, I'd buy into that. I'd buy in that hook, line, and sinker. Like that would be that would be cool. But Andrew, Andrew, to your point, like so, you were saying that you were thinking the Sith troopers were like kind of the new Inquisitor, right? Right. But isn't that the purpose that the Knights of Ren serve? I think you're probably right. I have no idea where their loyalties lie right now with the Knights of Ren. Like, I don't know if they do work for the First Order or if they have their own thing going on. Are they Palpatine's people? Are they just completely independent of both? They're still such a question mark for me that I've never really assigned them an allegiance yet. I've just, they've been this own separate pocket. Fair. But for all I know, they, they bow down to Snoke. Who knows? Do you guys think we're going to see Snoke again? I think we'll hear his name. Oh, I think yeah. we'll hear Palpatine be like, that was me. Surprise. No, Sno you think Snoke, Snoke was li like a li literal puppet of Sheev? I think that makes sense. And it gives him some, uh, it gives him some, not backstory per se, because we still don't know who that guy was before he got turned into a puppet, but it gives him a reason for existing when he existed uh, for being a figurehead of power out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere. It, it, it ties up a lot of Snoke loose ends. Then. I took over Snoke's body and your lack of vision could never predict it. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if anyone watching, I don't know if you can see this on the stream or not. Den is way smarter than both Andrew and I combined. 
just looking at his mm-hmm. <laughs> the office. He's in we were surrounded by toys and he has like diplomas and certificates <laughs> and books. <laughs> Look at my book. This purge trooper. That's your book. Actually, I do have and some books. Friends books are all like leather bound. I, I have some fancy. books though. I'm gonna give a shout out quickly to these books. These are Heidi Fetter's books right here. I got them on Lulu. Lulu.com. Check them out. Three books right here. Lulu.com. And Dryden is the name of the author. Mm-hmm. Shout out right there. Plug. Oh, this is Night of Ren. Kobe. So I treat my toys. Uh, so Sith Troopers. I am very, very intrigued by these characters. Because... On one hand, they seem to serve Kylo Ren. On the other hand, we haven't seen much of them. They are in the... Spoiler, Andrew. They are in the, uh, I think, the most recent TV spot. Den, have you been watching the TV spots? Or are you staying uh, radio silent like Fantasia? Yeah. Um, so I don't do cable at all. So the only time I get commercials is when it's like an ad on either uh, YouTube or... Like that's pretty much. Well, it. actually, I think these spots were Twitter and YouTube exclusives. Too. I don't even know if they've been on TV, but they're called TV spots. So yeah, no, I haven't. I have not seen anything on. Like, I haven't gone out of my way to look for it. I'm no. like, we're less than a month away. Yeah. I, I'm. I guess you could say, yeah, I'm closing myself off like Andrew. Just, I, I'm. I'm ready for the movie. I'm ready for the experience. I'm ready for it to be what it's meant to be. You know. They put out a clip today, like a. a a flat out clip and i gotta say i uh i was kind of hesitant to watch it then i did and it was a lot of fun it, it didn't give anything at all away it was just a fun little moment and it got people on twitter kind of talking but talking more like um not about not even about speculating what was happening in the scene because it doesn't matter what's happening in the scene it was just kind of having fun with with the events of it and and stuff like that. So I think I think the marketing by this is just to to show Star Wars is fun and to ha- let the fans like us have fun with it. And it's been a really I think that's been a smart tactic. What well, was it? The one where they were like outside the theaters and doing all those news clips of the Star Wars? Because I did see that the Star Wars Channel on YouTube dropped that. That was AMA's the American Music Awards. Yes, uh, today was Good Morning America. They showed like a whole like a scene, like a scene, like a clip. Like it's it's it's. I won't say what happens for anyone that doesn't want to know, but it is the part. It's on Pasana, and they're on the the skiff, you know, the the scare, whatever the hell that thing is, you know, the skiff thing. It's just that it's it didn't give anything away. Like I said, it's just you see an extended version of what you've seen in the trailer, essentially, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad I saw it. I don't want to see any leaks, but if if Lucasfilm is going to put something out there, right now I'm like, you know what? This is the last Skywalker saga. I am all in on whatever they want to show me. That's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I agree, Andrew. You're the complete opposite. <laughs> Actually, I have a question for the two of you. Yeah. Yes. Anything in the? Do you think anything we've seen in the trailers has been a I rebel moment? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like there must be something. There must be something. Um, whether it's just like a reaction shot of like Finn being like, ooh, or um, maybe like a certain shot of a ship flying that was superfluous, so they got rid of it. But there's got to be something in there. 
Wait, when you say that, how how do you mean that exactly? Like just like the so so like it's something in the trailers that we've seen that is just not going to be in the movie. They're gonna cut it. Uh, they or they already have cut it, but it's in the trailer still. You know, it's that I rebel moment. Like yeah, okay. I don't know if um it'll be. I don't know if anything will be not in the movie. There might be different take, a different take of something that's in the movie. So a different camera angle or a different um, enunciation or something like that. That's what I think more likely than something. I think they're very, they're being very tedious on the images that they show us and what they put in there. And I think because of Rogue One, that's a big deal is they're like, well, let's make sure what they see is what they get. For me personally, I rebel that moment not being in the movie. I love that the trailers <laughs> didn't show me what I was walking into because I like watching something new every time. Uh, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I keep forgetting that line isn't in the movie. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the funny part is I actually forget that it's not in there. And it's it's such an iconic line for that film, too. That's what's crazy about it. Yep. I'll always associate the I Rebel line with Kevin Smith because uh, I love listening to him react to Star Wars and talk about it and stuff. And he was talking about Rogue One. And when he got to the part of like, when he's describing Jinner, so he's like, you know, it's the girl from the trailer who's like, it's a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, maybe they made the right choice by cutting that out. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, you know, everybody wants to see the the deleted, like the deleted scenes and like the the original cut of that film. And I'm like, keep that as far away from me as possible. I enjoy Rogue One. I don't want to see what crap they had. Because you know it wasn't very good. That's what everybody's forgetting, is the reason why they didn't use it is because it probably wasn't very good. Like, individually, the moments and the shots might have been beautiful. But as a collective, it was probably bland and uh, something that we do not want to watch. Well, was, was it Solo? the original directors were making a comedy movie. Yeah. So they got fired. Yeah. That was solo. So I want to see the comedic version of solo. I want to see Han Solo juggling and like spitting fire. Like that's what I want to see. I actually wouldn't mind watching the Elden Ehrenreich, uh, Ace Ventura style performance that they said he was giving in the original edit of it. That I would, I would actually want to see even, even if it's terrible, I would really love to see Han with, Chewy, but as Ace Ventura would be incredible. I'd be all. There's a scene where he talks to Beckett out of his butt. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, he crawls out of a ATAT and it looks like the ATAT is like pooping him out. (laughs) He loses all his clothes inside, so he has to come out. (laughs) I got to give a shout out. Misconducts in the chat and Charlie Skywalker's here. Hello, everybody. Um, uh, so Sith Troopers, let's go back to the Sith Troopers. We talked, you know, maybe they're clones of this, maybe they're clones of that, maybe they're clones of Jar Jar. That's been tossed around in the chat for, for real, I think. Everybody's serious about that one. But what what are the chances that we're not even going to find out what the deal with these Sith Troopers are and they're just going to be these Red Storm Troopers that may or may not be presented to us as Sith Troopers in the actual film, uh, but they'll just appear and, and we'll know by appearance and maybe the guns they're holding that they are superior to the these regular stormtroopers or is there a chance that we'll see at least one of them use the force there's uh, okay to to answer that let me let me ask you something quickly james the thumbnail for this chat you have the sith troopers standing in front of the stormtroopers did you like is that constructed did you make that or is that an actual still 
from the film? Um, I can't tell you. Okay, because if it's an actual still from the film, um, then what we've got is a close-up of one of these guys. And when we get these new troopers, whether they're the executioner ones from Last Jedi or the snow troopers from Empire Strikes Back, whatever, they're, they're always very fleeting. Uh, we see for like half a second what they do and then it just just for us, the audience, to absorb, oh, okay, these ones have a flamethrower. Oh, okay, these ones wear all black and they speak differently. Okay, and then that's it. And it doesn't really linger on them. Um, so if this is a case where we finally get lingering, then I think it'll have to be something significant like using the Force. So yes, I think that'll be what they do. Um, if they're just there in the background to be like, I'm a little bit tougher than a regular Stormtrooper, uh, which is usually the case with these guys, then I don't think the Force will be with them. Dan? I think we're going to immediately know who they are. Because of when they talk, they're going to be like, the Force doesn't work on me, only money. <laughs> Brilliant. Why are all those Red Troopers hovering slightly? <laughs> oh my god. Now, uh, I hope I hope we get um, to see them use some force. I wouldn't mind a stormtrooper. I love stormtroopers, and a stormtrooper using the force is something that I'm totally in on, 100%. But where I was going with that was, like, what if they've chosen people who are, like, immune to the force to be such troopers? Oh, okay. That would, like, maybe there's a species out there who's immune to, like, the force manipulation and, like, all that. Yeah, I would really dig that. Well, they, they do kind of, like, when we learn about the Force, it's always on the weak-minded, right? You can only use it on the weak-minded. And, and, and you know, for Wado is a Toydarian, so that doesn't count. But, like, Jabba, it doesn't work on Jabba. It only works on the on the weak-minded. And Stormtroopers, if, you know, whether or not they're clones or, or they're, you know, stolen at, at birth or childhood and they're basically brainwashed, they would be weak-minded. So, so the Force would be easy to, to use on them. But, yeah, if you have... Uh, Sith troopers who, you know, come from a different part of the galaxy or something, or, or all Toydarians, uh, then yeah, that would be, that'd be, oh, really? That's, it's mm. a lot of money on blue makeup, though. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool to see. I don't know if they could throw that in this movie. The other thing we have, to, like, this is the ninth movie, um, <laughs> in 42 years and I got to wrap these nine up. I don't know if we could throw it. Well, you could throw it. Cheers. But then you have to kind of, exp I think you just have to say if it, to your, to your idea there, Den is if they are immune, they just have to be like, these are the strongest willed um, troopers we have. They are immune to the force or something along those lines. Like they won't work. I look, I'm gunning for if they're not clones of Ray, I am not watching this. What if they're clones of Kylo? <laughs> Just a stereophonic chorus of but I do, but I do, but I do. <laughs> Maybe that's why they have such easy force skips because he like the Sith troopers are all around and they kind of all like telepathically put these images in Ray. But I do. Look at my pecs. <laughs> why am I always wet? <laughs> Prepare my ship. But I do. I'm. <laughs> I love Kylo Ren. I don't even care. His voice is the best. But I do. When they make more video games and like Adam Driver is too good to be in them, call James. Yeah. If you're at Luke starts, call James. I, I could do just as good a job as some of the voice <laughs> actors they've gotten for the video games. 
easily, <laughs> easily. Uh, Den, you finished Jedi Fallen Order recently. Yep. Okay. So uh, I have not. I'm very bad at it. I switched to story mode because uh, screw you, skill set. Um, so I'm playing it. I'm playing it. I haven't much time to play it. Uh, but without spoilers, if you can, you said you think there's a possibility that that game will tie into episode nine. And I got to mm-hmm. be honest with you. You are not the first person who has beat the game to tell me that. Is there any way you could talk about that without ruining my life? <laughs> um. Yes. So I'm going to talk about it in such a way that I'm going to not talk about Fallen Order at all. Okay. Um, So I'm going to go back to Clone Wars and Rebels. There are these assets, for lack of a better term, that the Emperor has wanted to get his hands on from the era of the Clone Wars through the era of Rebels, and now Jedi Fallen Order makes it clear that Sidious and Vader want the same type of assets. Um, and I hope I'm being vague enough. Um, and so I think the Sith Troopers are not where we're going i don't think they're necessarily the inquisitor based like you were saying andrew i really don't because of the game and that's the reason i'm not leaning that way and i'm thinking that inquisitor thing may be more knights of ren and i do think that there might be a particular person or thing or maybe the inquisitors we've already seen are cloned to be sith troopers and maybe there's something that happens with cloning where you're not as strong in the force or maybe you're not force sensitive at all i don't know but like i i feel like that where they originally wanted like i feel like sidious wanted an army of force users to command and control that's what he wanted because he's the apex right yoda couldn't even defeat him in a one-on-one battle he is the apex of force users in this universe in this era um so it doesn't matter who he created as long as he didn't create a pure anakin skywalker again he's not really threatened unless you know maybe that's what ray is Andrew. yeah um see i i know what you're talking about in terms of these assets dan i know exactly what you're talking about there and I think that you are pretty much right on the money um, as it refers to, you know, what these guys could be. And it makes sense considering what we know about the First Order and their methods of building themselves up. Uh, what interests me, or not really interests, that's probably the wrong word, but what the, you know, the thing that keeps coming to my mind, and maybe this is just I'm overthinking and it's just a design thing and I should let it go. But to me, the Sith Troopers, I, I have a hard time connecting them to Palpatine just because they don't look like Imperial Troopers. They look like First Order Troopers. And unless Palpatine was actively like involved in the First Order since day one, which he very well could be, then I always my brain always connects the, the Sith Troopers just because of how they look to 
like Kylo, Snoke, uh, the the people who we know have been doing first ordery things. So if there's like some kind of thing where it's like Palpatine was involved from day one, then yeah, absolutely. But I I always have to. That's like a speed bump in my head that I always have to get over. Like it's it's a there's a fine line that I keep drawing between the Empire's look and the First Order's look. And if I can get over that, I can definitely see Palpatine being more present with them. But right now he always kind of, he's removed from them for me. Yeah. So. Sorry, go on, Dan. Okay. Um, so for me, he's not at all removed. For oh, me, God. the First Order is the new Separatists, right? Ooh, okay. Dooku was in charge of the Separatists. Palpatine was pulling the strings. The Sith were still in charge. Mm-hmm. The Sith ruled both sides. No doubt for me, the First Order is the same way. Sidious oh is up to his old games again. Yeah. I like that a lot. Or he's like whispering in some other party's ear, making them think it's all their idea. Why don't you try to stop the New Republic? And I'll just sit here and finance you every once in a while. Yeah, that's that totally works for me. Just on the chat. Michael Freeman, I could also listen to you talk about watching grass grow, sir. Thank you. Andrew, why don't you talk a little bit about grass growing in the Star Wars universe? Well, you see, uh, nobody noticed this at first, but in Ray's ATAT house, when she's cooking her food, uh, she also has in the very deep in the background in the shadows, uh, you really need like an 8K TV to see it. She has a Chia pet. Okay. Uh, it's, anyway, it's- let's move on. <laughs> actually jedi fallen order does have a terrarium oh my god it does yeah i i couldn't figure out if there's anything you can do with it other than just literally watch the grass grow but i filled it up yep you guys are saying in the chat that kylo was in a sith we know we've heard that once uh vader and and shvp were killed there were no more sith in the galaxy we've, we've been we have been told repeatedly that kylo ren and snoke are not sith but why are there Sith troopers guarding Kylo Ren? Is Kylo Ren not a Sith? Will he become a full-fledged member of the Sith Union in Traz? Hmm. I don't think he will. Because um, Adam Driver doesn't I, want to wear the contacts. Yeah, that. And I feel... I'm also like wary about them. Because I feel like if a character became a Sith in this movie just because of the way they've been doing things with the Disney thing, I feel like they would not have that character be called Darth something. I feel like it would just be like, I'm Kylo Ren, but I'm also a Sith. Um, And like, I feel like if you're going to adhere to Sith, if you're going to stay with that sort of dogma of the Sith, you should, you know, don't be like what Alfred Molina and Da Vinci Code calls a cafeteria Catholic. Don't pick and choose what rules you want to follow in your religion. Like, if he's going to be Sith, he better get the Darth name. You know, he, like he's got to go full on Sith. And I don't see a world where we create a new Darth in this movie. I don't think he's going to adopt the name Darth, but I definitely think he's going to be like, Grandfather, I'm going to be just like you. Because I love you. You want to go play catch? Yay. Um, <laughs> and he will he will become Sith in everything but the name. And I think actually given Kylo's personality, he probably will pick and choose which rules he wants to follow. Because he is Kylo Ren. You know, stabbed his dad in the heart. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stabbed his dad in the heart. 
Andrew, they have some questions about ShiVP in the chat. You got a video coming up, a Patreon exclusive uh, December 10th. Why don't you tell everybody about that quickly? And maybe the contest as well. Go for it. That's right. Yeah, December 10th, I have a new episode on Patreon of Goodwill Hunting, which is basically like your own personal Wikipedia, but from our mouths to your ears. And the episode that's going to be going up in December is about ShiVP himself. I was very excited when James said, make the next episode about him because he was my favorite and I couldn't wait to get around to it. And it's probably my favorite episode I've made of the show and of many shows that we do here on the channel I've, so far. I've been editing it and uh, his, your perspective pisses me off. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's fine. It's a good, it's a good way. I like the, the way you, you told it was very well done. I was, I, I, I've been enjoying cutting it to, to shreds, cutting it up. I did replace your dialogue with Yoda at one point. That's a spoiler. I did do that. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's for the best, I think. Uh, I'm still laughing over the uh, when in the Mandalorian episode where you added the I talked about a way of life and you, you added the Folgers commercial. <laughs> that really that killed me. <laughs> I don't know. You said um, that and I was like, have, have, also, my my like 1990 boyhood was like, I need the Folgers spot. Bring it in. There's a song, I, can't, I think it's an NSYNC song, and um, my friend David Schilling, you've met him, he, we were listening to music one day, and this song came on, and I had never heard it in my life, and there's a part of the song where NSYNC goes, I promise you I will be true, and it sounds exactly oh like the lead-up to Folgers in Your Cup, and David said, Folgers in Your Cup, and I was like done for the like 24 hours straight, that's all I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> we also have a, a contest coming up in December as well, I can't remember the exact date that we do the, the draw, James can remind me of that, the 18th, thank you. And you can win a sexy Rise of Skywalker art book, the art of the movie. If you've seen those books, they're about yay long. They're, you know, they're, they're not these little, little thin things. These are big papas. You need a deep bookcase for this, okay? And it's all the wonderful, glorious art. So we're probably going to see concept art of Shivp's zombified body, maybe? Well, it comes out right before the movie, so hopefully there's no spoilers in there. Maybe there's a ton of spoilers. And actually, it comes out the day of. I think the 20th is the release date for that. Uh, so that'll be a lot of a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. But no, if you want to know everything you need to know about uh, SheVP, uh, and I don't think there's anyone better to tell that story than Andrew Fantasia, because that is his favorite uh, character in the Star Wars universe. But at oh, the same time... We have a good question here. Sorry, we have a quick question from Jonathan Davis, who's asking, did you guys get Secrets of the Jedi book? He says he didn't buy it, but there's a lot of cool add-on cards inside. Uh, that's that one with the nice pictures uh, that I remember you sent me. And I haven't even seen it yet in bookstores. Do either of that, you guys see it? Uh, yeah, that, I think that one's the one from uh, Luke's point of view yes. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he's breaking down. Yeah. Um, no, um, but there is another YouTube channel who like covers each section of it. I've been watching those. Okay. Cool. okay. Do they explain Star Wars? Uh, no, it's Star Wars Theory. Okay. <laughs> there was a, there was like, that was my second guess. <laughs> they theorized Star Wars. Uh, I have, I want to get that book. I haven't, I haven't seen that one in the bookstore either. Good old Canada, bringing the goods to all of us here on it. We got a lot of fun stuff going on. Love talking about, love talking Sith troopers because stormtroopers are my favorite characters. And that's why I chose this biased topic <laughs> for today. Um, Look, I think at the end of this, uh, I don't 
think we're going to learn that they are, if they are in fact clones, which I still think is very possible. I don't think we'll learn that they're clones of anybody that we know. It would kind of be cool if they were still clones of Django, but I highly doubt that as well. Um, but then you think if you had to bet money on it, what, who are the Sith troopers clones or are they just, um, just random kids picked up throughout the galaxy? If I had to put money on one or the other, I would say that they are probably clones somehow. Fantasia? Uh, just off the top of my head, I would say they're all Pedro Pascal. And that Dr. Pershing guy is going to work some clone magic. He's got some syringes and he's like, whoa, whoa. and next thing you know, Mandalorian clones everywhere. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I am curious if this could tie into the Mandalorian because a lot of me thinks that these are very separate entities like they're just they are in star wars but they're separate from each other and they're not really going to intertwine but there's another part of me that says well why not like john favreau went into this he knows what's going on dave filoni knows what's going on the story group knows what's going on and jj abrams and kathleen kennedy everybody knows what's going on michelle Rejwan, they all know so if you have a chance to intersect something why not do it we saw with solo that fans love that you know you throw in things like little tidbits of canon here and there the little Easter eggs, fans go gaga for that. So if there's a way to tie the Mandalorian into into the Rise of Skywalker, why not? Why not do it? Yeah, I would argue that it might already have been tied in. Yeah, you never know. Uh, they like, there's so much that could have been in there that we don't know yet. Um, have any of you looked for Mando's ship in the uh, trailer? I've I've heard that it's in Skywalker? there. I've seen people point out that it, that there is a similar ship in there. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, really quickly, like we don't have to spend too much time on this, but there's something about Jedi Fallen Order that I wanted to bring up. Um, I don't think this is a spoiler, but just in case, I'll keep it spoiler-free as possible. Dan, have you heard the stuff where there's uh, stuff? Great words, Andrew. Uh, have you heard the the sort of chatter that in Jedi Fallen Order, there is a very prominent explanation as to what planet Starkiller base was before it became Starkiller base? No. Okay. Um, so I don't want to spoil that for people who haven't played the game, because when you go visit this planet, it's sort of like at the 11th hour and they don't, uh, they, they make it like a big deal. Oh, you, you mean, okay. I think I know where you're going with this. I you haven't mean, heard better about it, but I think I know what you mean. Yeah. It's Is it the same planet that we saw in Clone Wars. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going. Yeah. So there's um, a rumor that, uh, and the more I've read about it, the more I'm like, okay, I think this is true that this planet, which is familiar to most fans is in fact what uh, became Starkiller base. No way. I, I, I think I commented way back when uh, force awakens came out on one of your episodes that I thought that planet might be Starkiller, Starkiller base. I think so. And apparently, if you visit the planet a second time in the game, um, you can see traces of what it will become. You can see sort of uh, from far away that it looks like something is happening to the equator of this planet. Um, I know where I am going on that game as soon as we get off of this. <laughs> We're going to keep you for a long time now. I can't wait. I can't wait to play the game further than I have. Um, I'm going to have to clear my schedule 
and do something. I'm taking Thursday off. No, Thursday. I'm on. Okay, I'm in Canada, so I don't get Thursday off. I uh, this is the first year in 15 years I will be working on Thanksgiving. I'm very sad. Uh, I'm very sad. I, last year I, I celebrated. I had a giant uh, Thanksgiving dinner on American Thanksgiving. Because Andrew, you know, I'm very patriotic. <laughs> I actually am. I kind of. We should move there, Andrew, mm-hmm. and we should all have a meetup. Everybody in the chat right now, and we should all hang out in what city? What we'll state? Move to like. Let's move to like Kansas because it's centralized, so it's not too far from anybody. And then everybody can. No, because isn't the weather the weather fluctuates too much there, right? Isn't it like Colorado? Colorado. I just talked to uh, yesterday. I just actually did uh, an Outlander Club with David Jesse from Tattooing Sons from Colorado, also. So good skiing over there. I'm on my way to Colorado. Deal. It's our show now. Um. (laughs) Ohio. Ohio gets a lot of love. Andrew just went to Ohio last year. I did. Yeah, I drove to Ohio last August. to do some filming with one of our fans, Mr. Jericho Kane. We did, uh, he's doing a solo fan film and I got to be in it. So I got to drive down to Ohio. I got to pass through a bunch of states. It was a nice little road trip. Yeah, and you were alone, which is always, oh, cut to me again. Ah, no, Andrew, okay. Losing it, I'm losing it, I'm losing it. Uh, let's see oh. what our, t- no, we're good. I'm not, I mean, I've just lost my mind. Other than that. All right, let's wrap this up. It's been a lot of fun, as per usual, doing the live stream with everybody here, uh, talking Star Wars with us. It always means a lot to us. It's always a great time. We look forward to this. I don't know why Andrew keeps coming back, uh, but I look forward to it every single Monday, hearing the live chat. Today was awesome with Den joining us on the side. Den, anything you want to say before we say goodbye? Um, yeah, just like I appreciate the rubble scum podcast so much like um i drive an hour and a half one way to get to work and i have to drive that hour and a half to get back so like a lot of my days it's just plug in uh patreon into my auxiliary cable because i'm old school like that listen to the podcast on my way to work every day this is still like my favorite star wars channel by far on the internet um yeah just keep it up keep it up it's really fun it's really exciting love listening to it and thanks for having me on here again thank you i'm glad that your schedule because two years ago when you were on your schedule was really crazy and i was like do you want to come back on you're like "Ah!" i'm never available but now you are and it was awesome to have you on thank you yeah thank you I'm, i'm glad we could make your commute uh fun and enjoyable i do the same thing my work is about almost an hour from me so I, I plug in stuff, whether it's our show or uh, I like to listen to James Bonding, James Bond podcast. So, you know, something to fill the time. Andrew also <laughs> had a personal podcast where it's just him reading the, the, the dictionary and he listens to that back and forth. Yeah. So, yeah. so Michael Freeman will get you a copy of that podcast. Actually, Andrew, I do enjoy watching your uh, movie critiques as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. for. I enjoy making those too. They're fun. They're yes. fun with you. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, Andrew, plug it. That's right. It's the Andrew Fantasia YouTube channel. And uh, I'm doing, as uh, Den just said, I do movie critiques. I do TV show critiques. I've been doing Watchmen, the series, and uh, the His Dark Material series from BBC. I've been doing both of those. I'm going to be doing a review of The Crown Season 3 very soon and Knives Out as well. Did you see Knives Out yet? Not yet, but that'll be my next movie. 
Yeah, hopefully it's better than your opinion of Frozen 2. Yeah, yeah, what a craptacular opinion that was. I don't think that I don't think that video uh, tracked well anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's doing videos in fake. All right, Den, thank you very much. Andrew, thank you very much. If you guys want to follow me, whatever. Um, I'm boring. I just like talking Star Wars. But thanks a lot, guys. It really does mean a lot to us. You can check us out on the Patreon page. You can be a guest on these. You can be in that contest. We, I don't know. We like doing stuff. And we're doing a lot more positive Patreon-exclusive stuff, too, which is a lot of fun. I don't know if Jen's watching any of them, because I'm not. Andrew's usually in them, so. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching. And as always, may the force of others be with you. Often. Always. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.